0: your world with the gospel by knowing God and making him known. Connect with Pastor Greg Laurie and sign up to receive his free daily devotion emails. To get started, visit harvest.org today. Broadcasting the timeless word of God, no matter what time it is, the way 101.1.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into our weekly look at Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news. These are the signs of the times for Friday, September 17th, 2021. You know, sometimes we have new insight, sometimes it's repetitive, but it's always informative because the news we're sharing isn't new to God. He told us long ago what would be happening, and more importantly, why. And it all makes sense when we take it all in as signs of the times. Along with Pastor Mark Kirk, I'm Greg Hilt, and we want to thank you for joining us live or online later by playing podcast number 184. Whether you want to watch us or whether you prefer just to listen to us and really Who wants to watch us, especially if you're eating? So anyway, uh, either way, just visit thewaymedia.net and click on Signs of the Times or download the Way Media app on your mobile device to listen to the shows again. Ask Pastor Mark a prophecy question. And much more. And with the man that has much more, it's Pastor Mark.
2: Good afternoon. Yeah, go, great to be here. Excited, Greg, and excited to be back after we've been, you know, had a little break. Of course, we were here last week, but no, it, we still, feels, it, still, it feels still feels like, like a break. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem. Um, we need to get back in the groove, and we're in the groove today. We so are we're in groovy. The we're groovy guys.
1: Okay, <laughs> if you say so. You've
2: got mail,
1: uh, Pastor Mark. Our uh, prophecy question this week comes from Nikki. And uh, Nikki's question is about blood red water, and she had sent us a link to a jpost.com article from the Middle East about a pool of water near the Dead Sea turning blood red. And so she asked if you could please take a look at this article and give us your thoughts and also Please remind me where water-turning blood red is at in the prophetical timeline.
2: Yeah, those are yeah. Great, great questions. And uh, yeah, I did look at the article. Uh, just so you know, I did see it. It does amazingly look a blood red color. Um, this is not uncommon. Uh, it is an algae-based, bacteria-based um, effect that happens in the Middle East. It may happen in other places, but I know it happens in the Middle East, is, uh, and it's just where the bacteria grow. Matter of fact, I think that's part of what red tide is, is the red tide they call is just bacterial growth. So it does happen in other places, but um, it turns the water red, gives a red look to it, this kind of thing. That is not what the Lord's talking about. That is simply a, a natural phenomenon that is a, something that occurs around the globe and has probably since the fall what we're talking about with blood red is where God literally uh, is going to turn the waters to blood. A lot of people, you know, Greg said that when the water turned to blood in Egypt, that it was, um, that's what it was. It was this algae bacterial thing. So it wasn't really supernatural, whatever. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says it was supernatural. God did it. And also if it's bacterial, you can't just make it happen on demand. You know, it happens over time and grows and it happened on demand as Moses just did it. So there is a supernatural turning to blood, and the the next time we see that, that the Bible tells us, will be after the rapture, during the Great Tribulation, just to answer your question, Nikki, on the timing. Um and that is the third bowl when the angel pours out his third bowl it tells us in Revelation 16:4 then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of water and they became blood and i heard the angel saying you are righteous o lord the one who is and who was and who is to be you have judged these things and you've given them blood to drink because it is their just do. And now even before that, I should have mentioned the second angel as well. That was on the rivers and the streams, but the second angel before that, so back up in your mind prophetically, it says poured out, this is verse three of chapter 16, poured out his bowl on the sea and it became blood as of a dead man. Every living creature in the sea died. So we see actual blood. I believe it's going to turn to actual blood. Uh, The oceans will be first, then the springs will be, and that's going to leave people scrambling for water or filtration systems or whatever, just to drink and it's a judgment from God saying, this is your just due for what you have done to my people and your rejection of me. So um, algae situations, water red, no big deal now. That happens, although I wouldn't drink it. Uh, and then uh, the blood turned to water will take place after the rapture and after we're out of here. Second and third bowls found in Revelation 16.
1: Okay. Well, Nikki, we hope that answered your question. And if you've got a question like Nikki, we invite you to visit the signs of the Times section of the dot net Or just download the WayMedia app. You can ask a prophecy question right through your mobile device. And we appreciate getting all the questions because they are fun to get. And sometimes they're questions that we just haven't had before. And uh, that means that if you've got a question that someone else, uh, maybe you, you think you're the only one, there's other people out there that have that same question. And so we like to share those with all of our listeners. Okay, Pastor Mark, our main topic is really... When we think about the overarching theme of end times Bible prophecy, now we know that the Bible has talked about prophecy of things that were to happen in the past and did, Uh, and of course probably the most notable are all the prophecies regarding Jesus, but yet there were other prophecies in the Old Testament that were fulfilled within, you know, before our time, Um, and so we see they're fulfilled and completed, and then we see um, prophecies that talk about the end times that are in the process of being fulfilled right but all of the prophecies because when god makes a prophecy and he says something sometimes it can be taken as outlandish or salacious or that's way over the top there's no way that that could possibly happen yeah so people might label prophecy as a conspiracy theory yeah and The like, yeah. so can we open the discussion talking about that and why that 's not true, and why we can trust the Bible
2: yeah, and it 's a great Greg uh, set up there I, for, for what we need to discuss, and really, I think just hitting a big reset button when it comes to conspiracy theories and the Bible and i and you can 't let a few people that are kind of way out there in in kind of uh, strange land if you will uh, discredit the Bible. Uh, and find yourself calling the Bible a conspiracy theory. And so we need to be very careful as believers. Here's my point. I know conspiracy theories exist. I know there are some people that just say crazy things that aren't accurate. But we also have to remember, this is where I said reset. That what the Bible tells us is going to be like in the last days because I fear that People are so afraid of being involved in a conspiracy theory that they're afraid to say the truth or stand on the truth because if you say the truth or stand on the truth you 're a conspiracy theorist and um, and I just want to say wait a minute the bible is is our authority here on signs of the times that's our authority and of course we do our best to have all our stats and our numbers and our facts as far as backing up you know with our that kind of stuff as well on whatever we report. But here's what the Bible says, and I want to relay this foundation for all of our listeners because I think a lot of, I think the enemy might even be trying to back the church down by throwing out conspiracy theorists, conspiracy theorists, whatever. Don't let them back you down by speaking the truth. And let me give you an example. If I was to say what I'm about to say on CNN or most any, um, station that wasn't conservative and possibly even in some conservative venues if they're if they're not if they don't know the lord it might be called a conspiracy theory that you're crazy just saying what the bible says but here's what the bible tells us is going to happen here's a pastor telling you what the bible says will happen in the last days here's what god said now through this pastor is going to happen in the last days satan is going to take over the entire world now let's just let's just chew on that for a minute if you went on CNN, like I said, or some of these more liberal um, uh, outlets and said Satan's going to take over the entire world, they would laugh you out of there and mock you. And yet that's exactly what is going to happen. That is absolute truth because God declared it, his word declares it, and God can only speak truth. So we need to remember, Satan is going to take over the world. Now, why do I say, why is that so important as a foundation that's in place? Because a lot of the things we discuss, Greg, as you know, Talk about some of the ways that that is happening, and if you don't understand that that is the ultimate goal and that it will happen, some people might mistake it as a conspiracy theory. But when you when you know where we're going, what the end result is, and you back it up with the stats and the facts, you know, again, like uh, I told you, uh, uh, you know, it's only a conspiracy theory when Noah's building the ark until it starts raining.
1: I was just gonna I was just gonna bring that up, Pastor Mark. How long was it? from the time that Noah got the command to build the ark to the time that the first raindrops happened. How long did that take?
2: 120
1: years. And during that 120 years, is there a good chance that Noah was mocked and it was a conspiracy theory?
2: Oh, great. How do we know more? The Bible doesn't say, and they mocked Noah. Here's how we know that Noah was mocked. Because only eight people got on after 120 years of him building it and saying, you better get on or you're going to die. Now I guarantee you in Noah's day conspiracy what is this who believes this foolish person what in the mocking making fun until it started raining and once it started raining yeah. it was no longer a conspiracy theory it was a conspiracy okay that is god conspiring with himself <laughs> kind of hard to call it a conspiracy but father son holy spirit to destroy mankind so I bring that up to say, just keep in mind, as we cover these articles and some of the things we're going to talk about here in the first half, um, the things we can substantiate by facts, we'll let you know and show you. The other things we'll talk about are the Bible says they'll happen, but we don't always know how. And, um, for example, I've shared, you know, for a long time, Greg, I've said, listen, at some point, the American Constitution has to be attacked. And my guess is ultimately nullified and removed. And the reason I say that is, I think our Constitution is fantastic. I think there was great wisdom and insight from God that went into it. But the reality is, it stands in the way of what the Bible says Satan's worldwide takeover will entail. Everybody has to go along. Our Constitution doesn't allow for that, so you have two options. Either America becomes is, is, is neutered in some way and gone, or our Constitution is dropped. I think probably it'll be more of the Constitution being dropped, That may upset people. I'm not anti-patriotic. I'm not anti-anything. I'm simply saying the Bible says it's going to happen. I know it's going to. It's not a conspiracy theory. That's a fact. I also know, and I've said this before, I believe eventually guns will have to be removed from the American people. So the Second Amendment has got to go. And of course, if the Constitution goes, that makes sense. Why do I say that? Uh, Because the Bible says that Satan's going to take the world over. And if you let people have weapons and they can defend themselves... How do you take the world over? I mean, not that it couldn't be done, but you'd have to destroy huge portions of the world and almost all of the United States, at least in the South, to be able to do it. Uh, not that Satan couldn't, but that's another reason I believe we're seeing such an attack on the Second Amendment, on guns and all that. And I'm not necessarily up there to be some big gun advocate. I'm simply explaining why why you're seeing what you're seeing in politics and on the news. The Bible said it's going to happen. These elements have to take place. Well, there's a third element that has to take place, Greg. And this was really brought to my attention by Candace Owens. I know our listeners will know who Candace Owens is. Very well-known uh, she's a conservative politician she is I don't know her full um, state of whether she is a Christian or not I'm sure some of you out there know that so if she is I'm, I'm not leaving that out because I, I, I I'm saying she's not I don't know where she stands when it comes to things of God
1: and is, was this something that you read that no I she heard said it. or you heard it. I heard it. it's
2: on her latest podcast you want to go to uh, oh, Candace so it's her Owens podcast go to that. Candace Owens podcast and it's either her latest or the one before and she brings up some, again Candace Owens is in top with is in touch with some of the top leaders in the world politically she has been uh, on the conservative side for many years she's well known on fox news she has a great reputation among conservatives and i'm not making this a political issue i'm giving her credentials Um, i've never known of anything that candace owens has said or done that was proven wrong false or wasn't factual and she didn't say this was going to happen i'm simply sharing from her podcast i encourage you go listen to candace owens latest podcast or one of the most recent ones where she talks about the internet and a cyber attack on the internet. This is very interesting. See, a lot of times you you get around people that have access to people that we don't have access to. I don't have access to presidents and senators and congressmen. Candace Owens does. She doesn't have access to this president, but whenever it's a Republican president, she does. And she has great access to political leaders in America and around the globe because of her position and her political involvement. But what's interesting, she brought up, Greg, really answers a question for me. It's something I, I really, I, I knew was going to happen, but hadn't really pondered how. And I'm not saying this is how it's going to happen. But there's a third element, and, and more than three. I'll just say there's an additional element that Satan, in his takeover of the world, in this one-world government, by the way, remember it says in 1 John that the entire world is under the sway of the evil one. Okay? So, again, these are all biblical truths. He's going to have to take over media and communications. You can't control the world while there are people on media and communications around the world fighting against you and rallying troops against you around the world. At some point, you have to, in some form or fashion, either shut it all down like the Taliban is going to do soon. They've announced they're going to shut down all communications out of Afghanistan. It's because they know they can't control the narrative. So worldwide, you've got to shut it down and or totally control it. All right. All right. Well, what was very interesting, that's what Satan's going to do. He's either going to shut it down or totally control it. I I know he won't shut down the general infrastructure because too many things run on the Internet. But she brought up something very interesting. She said her sources at the highest levels of government in America and her connections are saying that right now behind closed doors, there are those that are planning a, a cyber virus on the Internet worldwide. Here's how she said that it's they're talking about making it work. She didn't say it was going to happen. She said she's hearing this is their plan and what they want to do. So don't be surprised if it happens and you have a heads up. Uh, And that is the Internet infrastructure, such as all the banks, communications, such as all the electric grids and all the things that have to run can keep running. All the Internet will still work in those areas, but they will be shutting down normal person's internet stuff your phone can no longer go online your computer can no longer go online the internet she's saying there's a plan to start to shut it down temporarily maybe only a couple of months and she said what they're wanting to do is is shut it down because there's too much communication going out there that the system can't control facebook can turn you off youtube can turn you off all these other avenues can shut you down but there are still ways to get around those guys on the internet So that's a problem for what Satan is trying to do worldwide. Now, I know man's doing it, but Satan's the one running the show. So he's got to somehow get a grip and control on this. I'm not saying this is how it will happen. I'm not saying Candace Owens is right. And she didn't claim that it was going to happen. She said, here's what she's hearing. They shut it down for a couple of months, claiming there's been some either hack or virus or some problem in the Internet system. But they're able to keep all the regular infrastructure functioning properly so the world can function. Uh, But nobody can do things on the internet, et cetera. And then they're going to build in algorithms and reset the entire internet system worldwide so that when they bring it back up in a couple of months, yay, we fixed it, and they'll be our hero. Yay, the government's our hero. They fixed it. Yay. And we're actually praising them when really what they've done, she's saying what they want to do is something very insidious, and that is uh, you know, basically put filters up so that shows like Signs of the Times can't be online anymore. Or, um, you can't go around the system to get your information out there and it will just be algorithms built into the new reboot that nobody can get around. Now, I don't know that that's going to happen. I don't know that Candace Owens is correct. Please go listen to the podcast. It's only about 15 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes. Very, very, the first 10 or 15 minutes of a podcast. It goes longer, but very intriguing. But it made sense to me when I heard it. I don't know if this is how the enemy will do it, but something like this, Greg, something similar is going to have to happen in order to get a hold of the media and the communications of the world. So I think that if this does, or whatever happens down this vein, it goes right in line with what the Bible says Satan wants to do. It goes right in line with the last days and the control of everything, even down to where we talk about the mark of the beast and controlling man and his very actions, that it may be as shocking to the system of the world as COVID was. When COVID was released, the whole world went into shock and all these things, and we've seen now what's happened from that. When this goes into effect, imagine you can't communicate by email, by Internet, by, you know, even kids just using their phones are going to freak out. And that right there is going to be enough problems. Who knows what that's going to do? You know, rioting in the streets. I don't know. But when they bring it back up again, they're seen as the hero. And now they fixed the virus or the problem. And yet now um, I won't say even the governments. I will say Satan now has control of the media outlets of the world and He will control what we hear, what we don't hear, who can communicate, who can't communicate, where it goes, where it doesn't go. So let me reiterate when wrapping this part up. I don't know if that will be the avenue it will happen. I find that an intriguing thing that Candace Owens is saying she's hearing among these circles. But something similar, if not that, I believe at some point, Greg, has to happen. Whether it's built-in algorithms and everything keeps going like it is, and they slowly remove everybody, that could be another way they would do it. It may not be as dramatic as what she's hearing the rumblings of. But you can't have people like you and I talking on the radio and going streaming, saying what we're saying, with Satan wanting to sit on the throne. He can't allow this. I mean, just think about it. If he's going to rule the world, he cannot allow for us to do this. And he can't allow for anyone to put information out there, especially Bible information when he's trying to control mankind so be aware there's really nothing you can do you can't store up megabytes you know you can store up your your um your food bites if you're worried about uh, the the grocery store shutting down but you can't f- store up megabytes for your computer consumption it either happens or it doesn't but if it does be aware be prepared and just know we're still right in line in god's plan everything's not falling apart everything's falling together
1: well and let's let's mention that for a minute because that's pretty heavy what you shared, and I don't think that we can lose sight of the fact that while Satan has his plans, they will not take place to the extent that they will take place when they will take place without God's permission
2: exactly and and
1: i shared with you before the show the scripture verse that i lean on during times like this is that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church that's right god still has as long as the church is still on the earth yeah there's still a plan for the church to succeed into what extent we don't know yeah uh now when it comes to censorship and algorithms and things like that before we get into any articles i think it's fairly uh prudent at this point to mention this Two weeks ago, we had a show and we were talking apparently about some COVID information. Right. I don't remember. Could have been the Pradaxa stuff. I'm not. Too yes. Sure. And we got flagged by YouTube for medical misinformation. Right. Uh, YouTube told us that um, that violation will stay permanent in our record. And that we had the opportunity to refute it. And that if it happened again, we would be banned from uh, streaming or uploading any content for a week. Uh, All that to say, and really to kind of piggyback off of what you're talking about in general. Right. And that is this. If you watch Signs of the Times via YouTube, don't bank on YouTube always being there with Signs of the Times.
2: Absolutely uh
1: because, as Pastor Mark said at the beginning of the show, we are going to do our level best before the Lord w- w- our agenda is nothing more than to share what God's prophetic word says. yeah that's it, right. and to that end, our articles go in line yeah and if we say something that is offensive to the world or offensive to YouTube, well then so be it right we can't help that right but kind of like what john and peter had to say to the sanhedrin uh we don't know about you but we got to keep preaching so That's right. so That's right. in the book of acts so it's like you know they took the flogging and they went on yeah so i'll take the violation as like a flogging yeah uh, but we're gonna keep going so oh, anyway yeah. this is just an fyi for those youtube viewers of signs of the times that if you go to watch it live one week or or you go to watch anything that's pre-recorded one week or whatever, we might not be there.
2: Yeah, and so you need to have other avenues to get us. Exactly. Which is TheWayMedia.net, right? Exactly. So, so yeah, so also download our app, TheWayMedia.net, so you can find us. And and I want to just even add to that, Greg, I'm going to say this. Look, what we do, just so you know, Um, even if that was what that was, there was no information there factually that was incorrect. We can't Um, figure out what was wrong. We have no idea what was wrong, uh, which we probably will pursue to see what it is they're saying was, uh, that was simply uh, a question as, as the suspicion of some timing of some things. And, um, I definitely, um, agree that, you know, uh, our kids and everybody, we need every viable medication that works. So I think, I think that having, uh, uh, for example, Pradaxa is a good thing for our kids. It's if they can do a chewable, that's great. If they need a blood thinner, I have no issue. That wasn't the issue we were talking about. If that was indeed the issue that, that yeah, you had, we didn't even us. know that we it was. Know. But again, when we discuss these things, remember, our context is looking at Satan taking over the world and the timing of how things happen and when things happen. We never said that was a bad thing at all. And it was never mentioned. Anybody that goes in and wanted to listen to the podcast, we were simply saying, hey, this is interesting. and And also know this we do our best to have all our facts and stats in place with paperwork each week. And we put the articles online. It would do us no good. Matter of fact, Greg, it would be detrimental to us to knowingly put any false information out there. Even trying to win an argument. If you put false information out and you're trying to win an argument, all you do is discredit yourself. And now I I wouldn't listen to us either. I mean, you don't listen to somebody if you can't depend on what they're saying. So that's a huge thing to bring up, and I think it's very important, but I think it's also good to realize we don't know that we'll always be on YouTube or on Facebook or anywhere else, and Greg, this is part of it goes back to where we talked about where they're trying to shut down avenues to get around it. For example, if there is some type of thing like a reset or maybe different algorithms on the internet, it would be to block things like thewaymedia.net, etc. Now... Things may go on as normal, and you just see increased algorithms slowly blocking, slowly blocking, and then the rapture takes place, and now it's not an issue, so they may never have to touch the internet. We don't know that. So we're not saying either way. We're saying people in the know that are connected to powerful leaders are saying, watch for this, be ready, be aware. Now, if that happens, all you'll have is radio at that point, um, and um, and you can also, there may be other means. It may be nothing for a couple of months. I don't know. Um, but either way, we'll, we'll deal with that as we will. I just wanted you to be aware of it. And uh, before we get, Greg, I don't want to shift into um, the articles yet, because I want to mention one other thing in the first half that I sent you for at the beginning. I don't know if you remember or not. uh,
1: Well, you told me about it. Honorable
2: mention, then we'll move on. Yeah, that's fine. I don't want to make more of this. This Is this about the CDC's website? No, the D10. The D10. We'll get to the CDC's website later. Yes. Um, I wanted our listeners to be aware there is something formulating right now that is new and interesting. I am not saying it is the 10 toes. Of Daniel and I'm not saying it's the ten horns of revelation which those are the same thing just portrayed in different ways But we've been watching for these ten nations to come together If you remember for the last day scenario in the revived Roman Empire and I've been wondering who's it gonna be? How's it gonna develop we've even postulated that it might end up being a ten regional and still could we don't know But this is interesting they are now working on what they're calling... You know, we have the G7. It's the the seven strongest governments of the world economically that work together for economics around the world uh, to control economic environment. Well, because China is on the rise and because China is purposely trying to, trying to take over the world's economy by ruling everything, these G7 got together and said, let's get some other nations with us and develop what they're now calling the D10. Um, and they've added three more nations to it. Um And so India, South Korea, and Australia are now been added to the, they're wanting to add them to the G7. But
1: it still excludes China, correct?
2: It leaves China out. And they're doing this on purpose. They're trying to, to head China off at the pass because China's getting all this power. So what they're doing is, it's called the D10 and they want these 10 nations to come together to rule and run and control the world's economy. Now, is this the 10 toes and the, the 10 horns of revelation? I'm not saying that. We don't know yet. We have to watch it develop. But it might be. So I want our listeners, these are the kind of things I put out there, be watching this because here's what the Bible says. The Bible says, as we said, there'll be a satanic takeover of the world, and part of that satanic makeup will be ten nations and or ten regions, and maybe you're looking more like ten nations now, we'll see, coming together that will be ruling the world economically and eventually governmentally as the Antichrist steps on the scene and takes over those ten nations. And now all of a sudden, Greg, out of the blue... We have the D10 formulating. Just be aware of it. Keep your eyes on it as it develops. If we think it's something more, we will get back with you. I can't say that it is at this point, but I find it very intriguing, and I have to pass it on.
1: For any new listeners, Pastor Mark, where in the Bible does it talk about that? Yes, what 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 book and chapter? Yes, great question.
2: <laughs> Daniel chapter two, vision of the statue shows the ten toes, and in the interpretation, the angel says these ten toes are ten regions or ten nations that will come together in the last days in the revived Roman Empire to rule the world. Um, again, when we talk about the beast coming out of the sea, the different beasts forming uh, um, uh, the world, that's in Revelation, Revelation as well. Yeah. yeah, and again, I know that chapter 13 talks about the beast, um, and I'll have to look at the break. I'll glance and see which chapters in Revelation specifically talk about the uh, seven horns and the ten horns. They start out as ten, so why does it use ten and seven? starts out as ten, then it says this kind of unknown... Political genius rises up out of Europe right in the middle of it and yanks three of them down. And then he takes over. So the 10 becomes seven, and the seven are really eight. There's your riddle yeah. because he's the eighth, but there's only seven nations now together with this eighth horn coming in, ruling over those seven, but they're no longer 10. So they start out as 10. Daniel chapter 2, Revelation, go down to seven as he yanks three down when he first comes into power, and then he takes over as the eighth and rules the world. Well, an
1: important thing to bring out of that is the fact that there will be a one world government in place prior to the revealing of the Antichrist. Absolutely. So that doesn't mean that the church won't be here during a one-world government. There you go. But we'll be gone before he takes power. Amen. Amen indeed. More Signs of the Times after this. We'll get into more articles when we come back. Don't go anywhere unless you want to get something to eat. W-I-A-M-L-P. 101.1
0: FM. Knoxville. If you find yourself deeply in debt, you may feel like you'll never get out of the hole, but there's still hope. Hi, I'm Chuck Bentley with My Money Life from Crown. Today, Crown's founder, the late Larry Briquette, relates how faithfulness in repaying debt can have surprising results. The difficulty is most Christians don't call upon God in their time of trouble, or if they do, God doesn't hear them because they still are not willing to, to change. They're not willing to come under His authority. For anybody who's in debt, I can give you a a simple formula for being debt free. Preheat your oven to 425 degrees, grease a cookie pan, put it inside, toss your credit cards in on top of it. That's a simple formula for being debt free for most people. And then work out a discipline plan for how you're going to spend your money. Then write your creditors and tell them how you're going to pay them back. Even if you can't pay them but a dime on a dollar that you promised, tell them what you're going to pay back. We've helped many couples get out of debt. I've never counseled a couple that didn't get out of debt in 18 months, except those now that were in debt as a result of business or investment debts. But normal spending, they were debt-free in 18 months. They didn't anybody except for their home. And those who were disciplined to pay off their home were totally debt-free. I get calls from people all the time who said, You know, six years ago, five years ago, we took your advice and really started to get debt. We don't owe anybody in the world. Don't even owe for a house. We paid our house off. Can be done. Depends on how badly we want to do it. In my new book, Seven Gray Swans, I describe potentially significant events that you need to be aware of. Many are happening before our very eyes. A gray swan is an obvious danger that we tend to ignore. My goal is to show you how to prepare for and survive these economic threats. The ebook is available now at amazon.com.
1: A moment of grace with ed taylor might i say this to those of you that are prone and maybe even in the depths of discouragement encouraging times are already yours god already knows he's going to walk you through the entire situation you're going to have some stumbling blocks some setbacks but when you leave and ultimately when is it that we leave not the situation but when we exit these earthly bodies to be absent from the body is what To be present with the Lord, let me tell you something, you're not going to leave empty-handed. What is by faith will be in its fullness when you and I meet Jesus face-to-face. There's so much more than the temporary discouragement. Go deeper in your love relationship with Jesus as you visit edtaylor.org. Again, we're at edtaylor.org. You've been listening to A Moment of Grace with Ed Taylor.
0: Signs of the Times
1: now continues. Here again is your host. Welcome back everyone to the second half of Signs of the Times. It's our weekly look at Bible prophecy that we find in the world's news. I'm Greg Hilt on the other side of the glass that you will see momentarily or even right now, depending on Caleb, our video guy, who is... Uh, Controlling things, you'll see Pastor Mark Kirk. Just leave it on me, Caleb. Whole yeah.
2: show, just leave it on me.
1: That's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> I really do appreciate that. Now, no, this is something I've been at,
2: just leave it on Greg, This is something a- I've
1: been asking for, <laughs> and somehow the request was just finally approved. Anyway, uh, welcome to the program. Uh, before we get into our articles, uh, hit a reset button, as we well. were talking about the ten toes, the yes. ten regions, the ten conglomerations of whatever that's going to. Form the one world government at least in the beginning and daniel chapter 2 talks about that formation but revelation talks about it more yeah
2: and i said revelation 13 oh, I, was, okay. I was correct it is at uh, the very beginning i stood on the sea i saw a beast rising out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns so you see both there seven heads would be the ultimate rulers the ten horns are the original ten kingdoms that'll come together the antichrist will pull three of them down so it's in revelation 13 daniel chapter 2
1: Fantastic. Okay. All right. Let's get into some uh, COVID information. And um, uh, it's kind of, uh, this is, you know, I gave you the warning that uh, you might not hear us on YouTube next week. So here
2: you go. Um, <laughs> Everything we'll say will be factual. It's factual. And medically provable. This it, is, it would yeah. not benefit us otherwise. Yeah. This is a, uh, th- this
1: first story is from a, a website called org, but it is chronicling a Harvard epidemiologist. Um, who has done research and according to the article he is saying that the case for covid vaccine passports has been demolished through statistical analysis of some research that has been done so there you go
2: yeah and let me even now let me set the stage more for our listeners before we get into this because here's the deal what does this have to do with signs of the times remember We're looking at the overall picture of the satanic takeover of the world. And remember, part of this is that he will eventually do something that will cause everyone small and great. I go back to Revelation 13 because it's in there as well. everyone, small and great to take a mark on their hand or their forehead.
1: Well, and let's go back just in generational history real quick to World War II. Adolf Hitler required the citizens to carry papers. Yeah. And in order for you to get through to places or get around or live your life right at any particular moment you could be checked. That's right. Whether it's at a checkpoint or you could be stopped on the street right by the Gestapo or the Nazi or the Brown shirt Yeah. and asked to see, they want to see your papers. Right. So it, the if, satanically, it's the same type of same spirit. Motive, yeah, same same spirit. spirit. It is to control the population.
2: Absolutely. So, and, and, and again, you know, actually a lot of people don't maybe don't maybe most people realize this, but I believe, Greg, that was also an attempt by Satan to take over the world at that time. Very well could be. Because what, you know, we know that Hitler didn't know the Lord, but one of his stated goals was he wanted to take over the world and rule for a thousand years. Not him, but his kingdom. Well, that's exactly what Satan has said he wants to do. He wants to take over the world and rule. And he hasn't said he wants to rule for a thousand years. He wants to rule forever. But we know that Jesus has been promised he will rule for a thousand years. So it was Satan basically just mocking and trying to do what um, god is going to do so i believe that was an attempt by satan god didn't let it happen at that point here's another attempt by satan i believe we may see it happen at this point i don't know what the timing of that'll be uh, but the reason we're even looking at some of this covid stuff is simply this and that is all of this is working together toward this ultimate control of the planet. It, it won't be it, it's starting now as a vaccine passport, but it's going to eventually move to a mark you have on your hand or your forehead. It is not the mark of the beast. A COVID isn't, but it will lead to that. And it's interesting because even in the language, Greg, without this passport now in parts of New York, you can't buy or sell. You can't go to events. That's exactly, exactly what it says in Revelation 13 the antichrist yes. will do with the mark. You can't buy, you can't sell, you can't go to events, you can't do anything. He will control the world by that. And note this, for those who don't do it, they will be put to death. Already I'm hearing chants of, you know, kill the unvaccinated, kill the unvaccinated. People are chanting that. Yes, I believe are, it. It's unbelievable. So the point is, why is that happening? It's the same
1: spirit of antichrist. It's the
2: same spirit. Now, I'm not again, I want to make it clear to our listeners. The vaccine is not the mark. It is your choice whether you take the vaccine or not. Uh, Your body is the temple of God. God's given it to you, and you have to make that choice. But what's interesting is now that the evidence is coming out that, again, there's not the benefit they think there is by what they're doing – you're seeing pushback. You're going to see now more, I think, spiritual pushback on that. This is only getting, it's going to get yeah. more intense. And this particular one here, a newly published medical study uh, found that the infection from COVID-19 confers considerably longer lasting and stronger protection against the Delta variant than viruses and vaccines. Again, these are all factual now. This is not my opinion. Okay, the natural immune, I quote, the natural immune protection that develops after SARS-CoV-2 infection offers considerably more of a shield against the Delta variant of the pandemic coronavirus than two doses of the Pfizer vaccine, according to a large Israeli study that some scientists wish came uh, or, or wish wasn't released. Uh, the newly released data show people who once had the SARS-CoV-2 infection were much less likely than vaccinated people to get Delta, uh, develop symptoms from it, and become hospitalized. And here's a quote now um, from this particular um, um, study, uh, from um, the study in Israel. In Israel, vaccinated individuals had 27 times higher risk of symptomatic COVID infection compared to those with natural immunity from prior COVID disease. Um, end quote. So because of this, a Harvard medical professor, because these are factual and these are scientific, no one's opinion, a Harvard medical school professor, Martin Kulldorff said research, research showing that natural immunities offer exponentially more protection than vaccines means vaccine passports are both unscientific and discriminatory. And he tweets this prior COVID disease, many working class provide better immunity than vaccines. So vaccine mandates are not only uh, unscientific, they're uh, discriminatory and unethical. And so anyway, the bottom line is, he also goes on in the article, Greg, and this is on our website, to say that there's no fewer than 15 studies that have shown this exact same thing. So why are we saying this? Other than just letting you know, there's something going on here that's larger than just, hey, let's protect the community. I believe this is a spiritual event I believe it's a part of this world mindset to get us all involved in pulling together, banding together to all do this one thing together, whatever that might be. So we can eventually lead to the mark of the beast.
1: OK, uh, our next article really kind of dovetails into the Israel thing, because this article is from Bloomberg, which is a reputable news source, yep. uh, saying that Israel's covid surge shows the world what's coming next. And this is coming from information compiled by Johns Hopkins University. Yes. Another prestigious Top-leading medical
2: medical. And by the way, the stuff we quote, guys, you're gonna know these are these are medical, backed up scientific things. Don't believe us. Go do your own homework. Uh, but remember it it does us no good. It doesn't help us any to not be truthful or put out the truth. So that's what we're gonna do. But then h- anyway, here's the article from Bloomberg. Israel wants a front runner in the global race to move on from COVID nineteen is now one of the world's biggest pandemic hotspots. The country that was once predicted to be the first to be vaccinated its entire to vaccinate its entire population had the highest per capita caseload of anywhere in the week of September 4th. According to figures compiled by John Hopkins University, its world beating inoculation rate has tumbled down the league table. And I quote, waning immunity is a real challenge that every country needs to prepare a contingency plan to tackle said Ballaser, who is the chief innovative officer for Israeli health maintenance organization, Khalid. The data coming from Israel in the coming weeks will allow the world to assess the efficacy of the booster shot program. Again, it's September 6th. At least 2.6 million people in Israel, around 28%, have had the booster. Um, And again, that rises to 64% for people in age brackets over 60. Uh, The World Health Organization heat map puts Israel in the top five in the wider European region of those that are infected. The rolling data show areas with the highest seven-day infection rates are in Scotland, where 68% of the population are fully vaccinated, cases surged after restrictions were lifted, and the schools returned from the summer break in mid-August. Now, again, I only mention this again to show you that what it's saying is, is that while there is the desire to do away with this, we want to see this thing go away, it would appear that the methods we're choosing to use right now statistically and scientifically are not being effective.
1: Okay, you ready for the I'm next ready one? For the next one. Okay, uh, now this is from TheBlaze.com, dot but this is actually reporting on information that came from ESPN, and that is this: Georgia Bulldogs. This is college for those of you that do not, or maybe out of state or out of the country. This is we're talking about college football now. Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs football coach says that his team, which is more than ninety percent vaccinated is experiencing the highest spike of covid including its sports medicine director.
2: Yeah, and again this is Greg Another. I wanted this included in here because again I think we see the spiritual nature of this. My point in these articles is this. What we're not we're not being we're not being told the truth in every case here. 90%, listen to this. University of Georgia football team 90% are vaccinated. And yet, they're seeing uh, a, a number of their players that have been vaccinated now getting the COVID virus. It says Georgia, fresh off their impressive win over number three Clemson, is set to host the University of Alabama, Birmingham, in the first home game of 2021 on Saturday. But multiple dogs are going, um, Bulldogs are going to be sidelined with COVID. And he says, "This. I'll be honest with you. I'm concerned as I've ever been." Uh, the coach said because we've had three or four of our guys with COVID and a couple of staff members. Again, they're fully vaccinated. So all I'm saying is, is that we see that this, the, what they call the breakthrough cases, we're seeing them even among highly vaccinated population. I think that we need to be discussing that. That should be on the news. That should be talked about from our leaders. Let us know what's happening. I think the more information you give, uh, scientific, accurate information you give to the people, Greg, the stronger the people are going to be. But again, that's why I say this is so odd that a lot of this, these breakthrough cases are not being reported. I think is is shows the spiritual nature of what we're dealing with. Um, there's a larger agenda here that I think is spiritual, and I think it's all moving toward that worldwide control system.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, this next uh, article, and you're actually going to read from the CDC's yes. website yes. itself. Yes. This is not from a reported or a reporter website or a news organization website. This is from the Centers for Disease Control's website.
2: I went to their site to find it myself. To
1: find it. Yes. Okay? And the CDC is now listing vaccinated deaths as unvaccinated. Please explain.
2: Yeah, this is interesting because um, you know, Greg, we have in 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 what I've been, in doing my research, I found that the numbers weren't lining up. Here's the bottom line. In Israel, some 65% from the latest reports I have the I, I have the, the articles on our website already. Um, some 65 percent, two or three you weeks talking about ago,
1: today's today's article. No, no this, is, this is a few weeks ago. Few and weeks I've weeks got on okay. my desk. Okay.
2: Some 65 percent of all those in the hospital in Israel had already been double vaccinated. And I was going, how in the world is it that Israel has 65 percent of their people in the hospital double vaccinated when when ours are we don't have that here? I mean, didn't they have the same vaccine? We do what's going on. And after doing a little bit of digging I found the way that the CDC is registering we're registering our vaccinated and unvaccinated very different than Israel. In Israel if you get the vaccine you're registered as vaccinated. Here if you get the vaccine you're not registered as vaccinated until 2 weeks after you've taken the vaccine on the Johnson and Johnson and you're not registered as vaccinated until after a month if you do Pfizer or Moderna. So that means if you get vaccinated and then die within two weeks, you you go down statistically as an unvaccinated death. If you get both vaccinations of Pfizer and Moderna and die before the 30 days are up, you will go down as an unvaccinated death. And so it makes the unvaccinated death numbers explode and go much higher than, than the way they really are in the sense of being vaccinated or unvaccinated. You'll find this on the page of the CDC. If you go to the CDC's website, go to the section that says when you've been fully vaccinated and it gives you the details. And here's what it says on the second page of when you've been fully vaccinated. The first point is this, you are considered vaccinated two weeks after the second dose in a two dose series of Pfizer or Moderna. So if it's two weeks that you have to wait a couple of weeks for the next dose, you're looking at anywhere, you know, possibly up to a full month until you're considered vaccinated when it comes to the Johnson and Johnson, it's shorter. It's two weeks after a single dose of Johnson and Johnson. So what I'm saying is everybody that's dying between the shot and two weeks on the Johnson and Johnson, even though they've been vaccinated, they are registered by the CDC in the statistical numbers, scientifically, factually right here on their webpage, they are registered as an unvaccinated death or hospitalization. Now, If you do the Moderna or the Pfizer, it's up to a month. If you die a month after getting the shot, the first shot, and then two weeks after the second shot, you're considered an unvaccinated death. Well, again, we don't even know what the real numbers are then of those who have had the vaccine and died and those who didn't have the vaccine. All I'm saying is, is that why, you know, again, just let the public know this, just tell everyone, Hey, here's how we're doing our numbers. Here's how this is being done, because what's happening is people are taking these numbers and they're using them for their own advantage, but they're not just putting the real facts out there for the people. Go to the CDC website. Look up when you're fully vaccinated. It must be factual, but you will see the facts on that web page. But it does explain the difference in our numbers in America and the difference in the numbers coming out of Israel, which is, was my search. Why are our numbers so different and their numbers are not? Now I know.
1: Now you know. Okay. All right, let's get into some one-world government news, Pastor Mark. Uh, this is from Breitbart.com, uh, where we see creepy Australian officials, according to this article. <laughs> yeah, they, are, call them <laughs> <laughs> they call them creepy. Yeah, uh, Australian officials start using, quote-unquote, New World Order as a talking point.
2: Yeah, yeah very interesting. Yeah. Um, Two senior medical officials, it says here, said out loud uh, what a lot of ordinary people already noticed. the article says, Australia is sliding toward using, just openly using now the language of a new world order. We've been hearing this since uh, President Bush, the first President Bush, saying this, and it may have even been before that, but we're hearing it more openly. This is another one, Greg, where people talk about conspiracy, conspiracy. Well, look, here's, I don't care what name you give it. Here's what the Bible says. Satan will take over the world. Give that any name you want, Okay. But it's interesting to see the direction the world's going and at the same time hearing the words New World Order. Uh, New, South, um, New South Wales Chief Health Officer Dr. Carrie Chant used this, uh, the phrase during a, a Thursday press conference. In she was res-
1: chanting New World Order. <laughs>
2: yeah, in response to a question about reopening after the, uh, after the lockdowns imposed by various Australian states. And Chant replied, and I quote, we will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the New World Order. And yes, it will be in pubs and clubs and other things, the new world order. So <laughs> that's interesting. Pubs and clubs. You should have oh finished my. that. The rhyme was going good. Pubs, I know. Pubs, clubs, and bubs. I don't know what, what you, you yeah, know, know. either way. Um, but the point is, um, know this. Regardless of what anybody tells you as far as um, conspiracy, whatever, there is going to be a new world formulation. Give it any name you want. It's formulate. We're watching it before our very eyes. Formulate. We're seeing it take place. Don't let the world shy you away from it or make you think you shouldn't look at it. That you're somehow crazy. No, the Bible says this will happen. Now we're watching the leaders of the world speaking about it happening. You need to be aware of it and don't let people back you down or be afraid uh, because of the language you see used. No, be aware, be alert. This is coming. This is what this is what we what we expect.
1: Yep. Okay, uh, let's get into some church news, Pastor Mark. Uh, this first article comes from. ChristianPost.com where a study has revealed that most adult US Christians capture that now. Yeah. Don't believe that the Holy Spirit is real. Yeah. And if that is true, then Satan is succeeding. And matter of oh, fact, a matter of fact, I I, I don't want to I don't want you to forget to talk about how um, the tactic of attacking and mocking and belittling is being used by the enemy in all of this. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Because that intimidates and he knows that. Let me first of all say, just because somebody says they're a Christian doesn't mean they are. Jesus said, you will know them by their fruit. That means you'll know them by what they do, not by what they say. So when you read these kind of articles, I recognize the fact when it says 176 million American adults are Christians, that's not true. I realize that there's not really that many Christians in America, and the reason I know that is statistically from what Jesus gave us, you know, that's just going to be overboard. I wish it was that, but you know that it's not true when you look at the fruit here, and that's what we're going to look at, the fruit. Out of these 176 million who say they're Christian, only 6%, Greg, or 15 million out of that, actually hold a biblical worldview. That would tell me that really those 15 million are the ones who know Christ for the most part. This is a new study from Arizona Christian University. The finding was published by the Cultural Research Center of Arizona Christian University in its recently released American Worldview Inventory, an annual survey that evaluates the worldview of the U.S. adult population. Conducted in February, the survey included a nationally representative sample of 2,000 adults. The study shows in general that while a majority of America's self-identified Christians, including many who identify as evangelical, believe that God is all-powerful, All knowing and is the creator of the universe, so far so good. More than half of those uh, reject a number of biblical teachings and principles, including the existence of the Holy Spirit. That just blows my mind. How do you not believe in the Holy Spirit? Let's go on. I've heard of people, my point, I'm going to read more, but my point is, this is me talking now, not the article. I've heard of people who have a wrong view of the Holy Spirit. Yes, but now here in groups who say he doesn't even exist, I and mean, that's new to me to, some, to, a, to a large degree. Strong majorities, the article goes on, uh, also errantly believe that all religious faiths are equal of equal value. Uh, people are basically good, and that people can use acts of goodness to earn their way into heaven. Church apostasy. Yep, The study further showed that majorities don't believe in moral absolutes, consider feelings, experience, or the input of friends and family as their most trusted sources of moral guidance. And they say that having faith matters more than which you pursue. Here's a quote. Too often it seems people who are simply religious or regular churchgoers, or perhaps people who want a certain reputation or image embrace the label Christian regardless of their spiritual life and intentions. George Barna said a lead researcher at the Cultural Research Center explaining in the statement Christian has become somewhat of a generic term rather than a name that reflects a deep commitment to passionately pursuing and being like Jesus Christ. Note this some 62 percent of self-identified born again Christians didn't list this this is 62 percent of self-identified born again contend that the Holy Spirit is not real he's not a real I'll back up that the Holy Spirit is not a real living being but is merely a symbol of God's power presence and purity Another 61% say that all religious faiths are of equal value, and 60% believe that if a person is good enough or does good things, they can earn their way into heaven. All these positions challenge the biblical worldview. Now, so the 62% of those who say they're born again Christians, they do say there is a Holy Spirit, this particular group, but they say it's simply a symbol. Of God's power, presence, and purity. What about in John 16, where Jesus calls him, he, 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 he. Get personal pronouns. He will be with you. He will not leave you. He will come upon you. It's just totally denying the it Bible. It is to
1: your advantage that I leave, so yeah. the comforter can come. There you I go. Mean, so, so basically, to those people, I would ask you this one question. Is Jesus a liar?
2: That's the bottom line. I, I'm not going there. You know that. He's, he is the word of God.
1: And he used it in the first person. Yeah. Not, not as some splash of water or some thing to throw on something.
2: But again Greg, I think a lot of them may not even know Jesus said that. This is where my people perish, perish due to lack of knowledge because there's not be, the Bible yeah. is not being taught in the majority of churches around there. It's being taught, yeah. don't get me wrong. But it's not being taught the whole Bible through the majority of the churches throughout America. Yep. Yeah. So we're becoming ignorant. We're we're, we're biblically illiterate.
1: Okay. Well, our last article regarding church apostasy comes from nbcnews.com fittingly enough. Evangelical Lutheran Church installs its first transgender bishop.
2: This falls in line with what we just finished on that last article, Greg, is that the church is untaught and is in apostasy. You can't do this and be a true believer. The Evangelical Lutheran Church in America installed its first openly transgender bishop in service held in San Francisco's Grace Cathedral Saturday. By the way, let me say this. We love the transgender. Yeah. This is not the... I want to state this right up front. Absolutely. This has nothing to do with not loving them. This is just saying this is not... Biblical, The Reverend Megan Rohrer will lead one of the church's 65 synods overseeing nearly 200 congregations in Northern California and Northern Nevada. And I quote, she says, my call is to be up to the same messy, loving things I was up to before. I'm not sure what that means. She told the worshipers, but mostly if you'll let me, and I think you will, my hope is to love you and beyond that, to love what you love. Rohrer was elected in May to serve a six-year term as the Bishop of Sierra Pacific Synod after its current bishop announced his retirement. Let me just restate this god loves everyone but god also requires everyone to repent of their sin and the bible says this is sin So it's not about loving or non-loving. It's about biblical or non-biblical. And this just shows the level of apostasy that has entered into this avenue of the church. And and there's going to be a greater level of apostasy, which means a falling away in the last days. Greg, we're watching it happen.
1: And one of the ways that happens is through misinformation and intimidation from the enemy. So as we close out today's show, Pastor Mark, why don't you talk about that?
2: Yeah, and you know, we were talking before, Greg, and, and you talk about misinformation and all this. Here's the bottom line. There's a lot of, when you make a stand, Christian, hear me, when you make a stand like we're doing right now on the radio, um, if you say the truth, even if it's factual, you may get flagged by YouTube, you may be flagged by Facebook, you may be flagged by something, even if you're telling the absolute truth and you have the facts to back it up, just know that'll happen because we're in a world they did the same thing to Jesus. Um, so, you know, if you're spouting off nonsense, that's different. But if you know what you're talking about and you're putting facts out there, then it's just the enemy. And so that's what you have to know. But the enemy will use mockery. He will use intimidation. He'll use laughing. Um, you know, I, 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 I just don't be backed down by mockery. Jesus wasn't. Don't be backed down by intimidation. Jesus wasn't. But notice this. Jesus also didn't lash out. Here he was hanging on the cross and they're mocking him going, yeah, you're the son of God. Come down. If you're the son of a save yourself, man, the Lord could have just said, why you, and just boom and wiped them all out. But he said, father, forgive them. They know not what they do. So Christian hear this, the people that mock you, the people that make fun of you for your faith and what you're stating, even some of the prophetic things we talk about and biblical things like in the show, whatever the case is, don't lash back at them. Um, You stand for the Lord, but don't back down. You will be shown to be right. You will be shown to be the one with the truth. You will be the one that's wearing the crown in the kingdom that's ruling and reigning with Jesus Christ while they will be standing ashamed before the God of all the universe. So they can mock all they want now. They can laugh all they want now. They can attack all they want now. But trust me, you will have the last laugh And you will be the one that will be exalted for your stand and for your faith in Christ. So don't be intimidated by it. Don't lash back when it happens. Simply speak the truth. Note this. Speak the truth in love. And then let the Lord take it from there. Because he's more than able to handle it.
1: Pastor Mark, thank you, folks. Thank you for listening. Again, do not forget our website, thewaymedia.net, or uh, go to your Apple App Store or Android uh, Google Play Store and search for The Way Media, and you can download our app there as well. Many more things just besides Signs of the Times that you can access, including other uh, content from Pastor Mark and his teaching show, Come to the Table, and uh, our radio station as well, WIAM. Have a great weekend, everyone, and we'll see you back here next Friday at 1.30. 30.
0: on their own. If you catch a cold, it's chicken noodle soup and cold medicine. If it's a broken heart, there's more time and investment in recovery. A friend can be pretty valuable in recovery, and Jesus is your best friend. He might heal wounds, but he wants to heal hearts. No, there's not much you can get over without a little help. He's just been waiting to hear from you. Seek. He wants to be found. Knock. He'll recognize you right away. WIAM 101.1 FM. The way.
1: I bet your time carrying that around Holding all that shame you can't
0: put down